Hey everyone, welcome to the DeFi podcast. Today we have Hugh Carp from Nexus Mutual. Hugh has been in the insurance industry for 15 years uh, and he is here with us today to tell us a bit about smart contract insurance and why we need it. Um, but before we get there, Hugh, can you tell us briefly what smart contracts are and what issues they have? Yeah, sure. Um, um, I think smart contracts are neither too very smart or a contract, so that's kind of the starting point. Um, mm -hmm. What they are are actually just small computer programs that mm -hmm. run, that run that can't be stopped, basically. And um, I think I think that's that's the key difference. If I think it's, if it's easiest to think of an example, like if I'm um, about how they could be useful, like if, if I want to transfer for you as Australian dollars and you want to transfer me British pounds, as an example, then mm -hmm. we have and and we don't trust each other or we don't know each other. Then we've got this issue that, that who transfers money first because then the other person could just take the money and not do their side. So mm -hmm. one of the things smart contracts can do is basically go, as long as both people commit to transferring the money at the same time, then we'll do it in one transaction and make it happen. Um, and so there's no kind of um, escrow type issue. And mm -hmm. in that way, they could kind of replace contracts in the real world. So um, in the real world, you may have needed a contract to make that happen because then you have legal recourse if someone doesn't do anything. So mm -hmm. they're smart in the sense that they run automatically. And I guess the contract sense is um, in the sense that they can replace real world contracts. Sure. And what issues uh, do they have? Yeah, I guess the main thing is that they, once you've coded them, they run or they always run as they have been coded, but that doesn't necessarily they mean they run as intended because the code would have a bug bug in it, so um, that the developers hadn't hadn't quite caught because um, it's very hard to code at like a hundred percent quality all the time. Perfect. And if uh, suppose these contracts were to hold a lot of money and there's a bug in them, uh, obviously that means that the money is risk. So. How does Nexus Mutual fit into this entire scenario of smart contracts, bugs, risks, um, et cetera? Yeah, essentially we provide um, an insurance-like structure. We're not um, actually insurance, but um, we provide um, a claim or we have smart contract cover that will pay a claim if there is a bug or a hack in a smart contract that leads to a financial loss. So so basically you can, um, you can get cover just like you would get a normal insurance policy on your house or your car or whatever. Wow. That's really cool. And, uh, what exactly, um, how exactly does the structure work in comparison to say a traditional insurance contract? I mean, it's, it's basically very, very similar. Um, but there are um, some key differences. The, the main one is that you join a mutual or a kind of a membership club or a cooperative, whatever, whatever you want to um, call it. And that group of people decide um, which claims are valid. And so you, instead of trusting the insurance company to pay out on claims, you're trusting the group of people um, that you're sharing risk together with um, to, to pay out on claims. And the, the main difference there is that um, all of the money kind of left over is kind of um, owned by the members of the club, um, the mutual. Um, so there, there's kind of a more stronger alignment of interest than there might be with a traditional insurance company. Sure. And in terms of insurance, there's always certain claims which are paid out, certain claims which aren't. What are examples of things which uh, Nexus Mutual would pay out uh, holders or 
uh, people who have been insured and what are things that they might not get paid out for. Yeah, so examples would be if the if the code just clearly has a you know kind of bug in it that just doesn't work as intended. That's kind of the, the main thing. One one example of something wouldn't pay out on is if the deployers of the contracts have the ability or the kind of administrative rights to update the contract or change the code and they use those rights to kind of steal funds or update it in a malicious way um, when we're not covering against that. Sure. And in the case that a smart contract relies on another smart contract, uh, assuming someone has purchased insurance for the first smart contract, what happens if the second one fails, but the first one depends on the second one? So kind of there's a dependency. Yeah, so that, and that's where it gets a bit um, a bit more complicated. So we, we basically, you can basically buy cover on a system basis. So um, like, for example, um, there are um, like MakerDAO is an example of a system and Compound is an example of a system. And so if you buy cover on Compound and MakerDAO has a problem, then you're not covered. You'd have to buy cover on MakerDAO as well. Right, right. And uh, is this um, obvious to people when they first sign up to insurance? How, how do you make sure that you're transparent about the whole process? Uh, is it, Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it is complicated. Um, we we have an open chat group to ask a whole bunch of questions and we're kind of as open as possible with that. There, There's documentation about it, um, exactly what's covered and what's not. Um, and so the, the information's there. Um, but yeah, I agree, this, this stuff is complicated and it's new. So um, we're just trying to be as open and transparent as possible and communicate to people what, um, what it covers and what it doesn't. Sure, and when is it ready for normal people to use or uh, what are the barriers left to say more mainstream adoption? Yeah, I, I sure. I, so, I mean, it's it's open and people can use it now. But I guess you more have to be on the kind of crypto native side. You kind of know what you're doing a bit more um, to to make sense. I think in terms of what would be ready for normal people to use, it's kind of when um, we can make it easy to, um, you know. If, if you want to do something on um, with Ethereum like DeFi or something, that we can get it to a point where you can do you want cover with that as you know here's and one click added on just like you know you're going on your flight and do you want travel insurance with that that type of process and I think we we're working on the technology to get there um, but um, but right now we're not we're not quite at that point. Very cool. And how exactly? Uh prices calculate do you have some which sets them are they determined algorithmically yeah sure it's um it's a combination of, of two things there's an algorithm which is kind of what regular insurance companies do but we supplement that um with a kind of economic process where kind of people um i guess best to a certain degree um or they stake on specific smart contracts they think are secure and so the more kind of money that's behind a particular smart contract system um the lower the price um, and, and that's a kind of that's a pretty interesting piece to what we're doing that's quite different to the traditional insurance world, which relies entirely on historic experience. Because we don't have much historic experience with this, um, <laughs> and it's only, it's only been kind of operational for you know four or five years, and um, or less than that from like any materials smart contracts. Then we have to take a different approach. So we're kind of using this um, kind of betting or staking process. Sure. Have there been any payouts so far? 
No, we haven't had, haven't had a pat yet. Um, I guess we've only been live for a couple of months. Um, I'm actually very looking forward to the, to the first payout to demonstrate that the whole system works and not, not the fact that someone might lose money, but, um, but you know, to, to prove that the system works and, and it's valuable to people, but, um, that would be really cool. Sure. And as a bit of a side, can people insure, uh, buy insurance on the Nexus Mutual contract itself? I know this is a bit recursive. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit recursive. So te technically, yes, but it's a bit pointless um, because if, if, sure. if our contract if our contract is hacked, then there's no money to actually pay, pay the claim. So yeah, of course, but that's a very very edge case scenario in uh, in that whole process. Um, cool. And then last of all, why did you choose to solve this problem in particular? Yeah, I, I think um, ironically. Um, smart contracts are built to take away, um, to minimize trust in um, different, like the need for trust between two people. And but you have to actually trust that the smart contracts operate as intended, um, mm -hmm. unless you have the skills to look at all the detailed code. And we've obviously seen big events in the crypto space where you know hundreds of millions are being lost. So, um, so that's basically we, we think it's a key risk for the ethereum community to, to advance and like every industry kind of needs um insurance type services as financial 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 infrastructure to, to operate mm -hmm. effectively and so we're trying to do that for the ethereum community sure and what do you think uh makes your team or your skills unique in solving these challenges yeah i, I guess it's our deep in, um, knowledge of the insurance industry and how these things work um both economically and, and structurally um, the I think that's that's probably a, a key difference um, you know we've got a we've got a strong tech team but I think combining that with the actual insurance knowledge is where we can um, bring bring value to the community sure um, cool that was about it was there anything else you'd like to add uh, as a finishing up <laughs> No, 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 it's cool. They're just, I guess, just in general, yeah, people are buying cover, they're using the platform, they're buying cover mainly right now on the key DeFi smart contracts, like Compound and DYDX and Nuo and Mako um, and Uniswap and stuff. So, um, yeah, it's being used and, and people are buying cover. So, um, yeah, come, come and check it out if you, if you want to have a look. For sure. I'll include a link to Nexus Mutual and uh, some ways that you can get started with playing it in the description. Cool. Thank you. Cool. Thanks a lot, Hugh, for coming on the podcast today. Cheers. No worries. Bye.